Welcome to the Crunch Time Instagram Live Podcast, hosted by me, Benjamin Bullock. This podcast features nothing but real talk analysis and conversations about sports, entertainment, news, and much more. Now, strap in and buckle your seatbelts because it's time for Crunch Time. Welcome to season two of Crunch Time, of the Crunch Time Instagram Live Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Bullock. Man, I hope y'all had a wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year to all of y'all. We're finally out of 2020 and now we're in 2021 and you know i'm excited to get this thing rolling get this year rolling and and and, you know i'm just excited just to be able to you know to be able to get this show back on track i took a couple months off i had to get some rest uh for this for the time being and and i'm just happy that uh you know i'm happy to be back and shout out to all the subscribers all those who tuned in uh to get the show going and everything so um hope all is well with y'all uh so we're going to kick this season off this first show off uh, how to get 20, 2021 started off on the right foot. So I kind of wanted to dive into three different particular categories. The first one being entrepreneurship. So shout out to my girl, Raven Hockett, uh, Jones Hockett. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I always forget how to pronounce her last name. Uh, we went to Delaware State together. Uh, we've been knowing each other for about a good about a good 14, 15 years already. And, you know, she's been a great uh, friend of mine. We go all the way back. I said we go all the way back to school. And second up, I got my man Chris Polk, who's one of the top fitness trainers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So he's going to come in and kind of give you some tips on how to get back on track physically. You know, obviously it's, um, you know, being in quarantine and COVID, you know, not a lot of people going to the gym. So he's going to give you guys some tips on how to get back on track from a health and exercise standpoint. And lastly, I got one of my good friends, Pastor Aaron Moore, out of right here in Dallas, Texas. He's associate pastor at Concord, a church where I work at. We both work at together. And, you know, I'm excited to have him on to kind of give us like a spiritual uh, background or, or spiritual take in order for us to kind of get back on track. And if you have any questions on, especially since we just came off a tough year, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have a lot of questions in terms of how they can grow their relationship with God or even get back on track with that. So I'm going to get started, man. I'm going to add my girl Raven right now. But before I do, make sure y'all follow the Crunch Time Instagram Live podcast on Spotify, YouTube, and also Apple. All right, I'm going to have my girl Raven right now. Raven, what's cracking, man? What's hey, going y'all. on? <laughs> what's happening? What's going on? Trying to get Hunter to not follow me. Oh yeah! Shout out to you being a mom, a mom, 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 entrepreneur, whatever. How y'all say it? I don't know how, how y'all say it. You know how to say it? Multitasking, mompreneur. I feel you. I feel you. Well, Raven, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join your boy. You know, you know, we go way back to you know, BSU Horner newspaper I meetings know. and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You're telling well, my age. <laughs> you, we both the same age. What you mean? <laughs> I mean, but you know, I don't be telling my age and all that. Man, it's all good. It's all good. So, Raven, <laughs> man, before we even get started, um, you know, how first off, you know, what what was the deciding point for you uh, to become a full time entrepreneur? Because when we were in college, you know, we both majored in um, mass communication. You were more on the PR mm-hmm. side, and I was more on the broadcast side. So, what made you go? Uh, makes you want to be a full time entrepreneur. Hmm. So I think for me, like, it was like such an interesting time when we came out of college because, you know, we came out 2010 kind of like on the end of the 2008 recession, Mm -hmm. but kind of not the end because it was like, you know, people still were getting jobs and stuff, but the job market, I mean, you know how it was like the job market Mm -hmm. was like still like kind of like really funny. So we were seeing our friends getting jobs, but a lot of them were getting laid off within six months or they were being like severely underpaid and you know that whole type of thing and i was like listen i'm not trying to deal with this like (laughs) this this ain't me for real i'm like you know we went to school like y'all was telling us like that this job life was it but y'all wasn't teaching us about this layoff part and so i will never forget it was like a few days before christmas in 2010 and i had Mm -hmm. always known i wanted to be an entrepreneur but i never anticipated it like doing it that soon like leaving my job Mm -hmm. that soon but they literally called me into the office and was like you know we might possibly be laying off your position and I just remember that feeling that I felt I'm like I don't ever want to feel like somebody can just snatch away my livelihood you know like this again so for me like I only needed one time. I only needed mm. for that to happen one time for me to say, you know what, this is not for me. I need to do something where I have like a little bit more flexibility and control over my destiny. Because of course, at the time, it was just me. But I've mm-hmm. always been more of like a forward thinker. So I was just thinking to myself, what if I had like a, a family? You know, like yeah. what if I had 
a, a daycare bill to cover or I had to make a contribution to the mortgage or, you know, all these things that I have now that I did not have back then. So that really was like the big deciding factor to me, like the disloyalty mm -hmm. of the nine to five world. It, it wasn't right. for me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but you were doing your thing though, Raven. I know you was doing a I lot of, start. you was doing some sports PR with the Baltimore Ravens and everything. And, mm -hmm. and then that kind of lasted for a little bit. So, you know, so yeah. I know, and I know 2020 was a rough patch for everybody, but you, you kind of stayed on the ground and you made it happen. So, First of all, I'll tell the people like how many businesses are are you in charge of, or you do you oversee and own, and how did twenty twenty affect your business overall? So y'all, like, I know this sounds crazy, but I really feel like I have lost count at this point of how many businesses <laughs> I have because now it's not just like me having these businesses; it's things that like me and my husband are doing together. So this shout is, out like, to Tim. We haven't. Yeah, then I'm like, it's some things we haven't shared yet. So I'm like, wait a minute, babe, how many do I say? Like, yeah. do I say this one already? Like, so y'all, like, I have literally lost count, but I'm just going to tell y'all it's more than eight. And I think for me, like, one of the ways that I was able to get to that is really giving myself, like, that time that I needed off. Like, everybody mm -hmm. in 2020, of course, when the pandemic started, they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, we're in this quarantine but I feel like 2019, that was like our quarantine because, yeah. you know, we spent 2019, we had just moved to Dallas. And then like mm -hmm. literally two days after we got to Dallas, we found out that we were expecting. So we really kind of weren't going, um, you know, to too many places or anything yeah. like that in 2019. So, mm -hmm. you know, we were in the house. And so mm -hmm. being in the house and just really having that downtime and relaxing and and not being so out there like oh i gotta go to this event i gotta travel like that was when i kind of started to really have my skill time where i could relax and say you know what like what's really the next move you know what, mm -hmm. what's really going on and that's when i started to realize which i started doing in 2020 i needed to make a big shift i needed to shift things so that mm -hmm. my businesses don't require so much of me having to show up physically in yeah. order to make money because even you know, when we first got married, it was kind of just like, okay, when do you want kids? When do you yeah. want kids? We didn't know what was going to happen that soon. Mm -hmm. But I knew, like, I'm not trying to be dragging these kids on these planes. Like, no. I don't have time. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be that person that's, like, yeah. gone every week. And, you know, I just, I've always known, like, I didn't want to be that type of mom. So just really making sure I put things in place that would be more passive. Mm -hmm. That was important to me because a lot of these entrepreneurs, they're telling people, how much money they're making but they're not telling people how hard they're working they're yeah. not telling people how they're working 60 80 hours a week all this type of craziness and it's yeah. like i mean you you know because you're married and y'all have a young child too yeah. like that ain't finna fly like seriously nah. when you are like a newlywed and it's a new child yeah. on top of that like it just it just really doesn't work so i definitely had to you know just kind of formulate everything in that way nah. and that's what 2020 was all about for me and i mm -hmm. think Another big factor for 2020 is just making sure that you didn't panic because people were panicking. Like I've seen the word pivot so much. Like I'm pivoting my business. <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing. And it's like, what you mean? Like, are yeah. you going to change your business model every single time you have a slow month? Every mm -hmm. single time you have a slow day, that does not mean that you're doing something wrong. Right. Sometimes that's really just how things be. So for me, when everybody else was panicking, I really was chilling. I'm like, oh, okay. And like, chilling, and chilling, you, and chilling. You mean you launched that new luxury bag line? So go on and tell people about that. I That's did. Tell them about that. I right? did. That's been like a dream come true. I still cannot believe it. Like we are literally almost sold out. Mm. Um, it started with like me being obsessed with like luxury items. Like that's always been a thing. And so I remember, um, maybe I'm gonna say like about four or five years ago, somebody was like, "Why don't you like do your own one?" And I'm mm. like. What? Like, you know, sometimes <laughs> you just feel like things are so like far too out of reach. I'm like, mm -hmm. is anybody going to buy this? Like, is this even like, <laughs> I don't know. Because, you know, how sometimes you be in yeah. stuff, but then you realize, like, mm, this is kind of just a hobby. This ain't really, you yeah. know, where it's at. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I kind of just sort of like let it fall by the wayside. But then as this pandemic happened, it started like eating at me. You know, I right. that desire started to come, just wanting to design and you know, looking at items that I used to be in love with, brands that I used to be right. in love with and realizing this ain't really it. Like realizing this bag is costing me a thousand dollars. 
but it's cheaply made and it probably cost them five dollars you right. know to make it and also um just realizing that a lot of these brands that we support as black people especially black women they ain't loving on us back you know when when everything wow. happened with george floyd and you know all this stuff with donald trump saying disgraceful stuff about black people these brands yeah. was not defending us these brands yeah. was quiet they was turning off their comments on their social media pages all of that and these is brands mm -hmm. that you know we dripping in as black people yeah. so i'm like hold mm -hmm. on like it's time for us to really start stepping up and not just having a handbag line or a clothing line that's just regular but really recognizing that this is luxury you know we get taught that if it as if it isn't foreign it ain't luxury if it's not right. here but it's like i'm black and i'm luxury now mm -hmm. like yeah. you know i don't gotta buy something from france yeah. for it to be luxury like i'm from the hood and i'm still luxury like i've been about this you know yeah. so I'm, I'm, like, I need to really... I'm scared of you <laughs> But I'm like, I need to really man. do this for the people that look like me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if y'all have any questions for Raven, go and drop it right there in the comments section. Um, you know, like I said, this is Raven. How do you say your last name? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be messing up. You still you ain't got it. I still My ain't got it. My name right. is Hoquette. Hoquette. All right. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be messing me up. Hoquette. Jones Hoquette. You know what I mean? Uh, so oh Raven, man. <laughs> so now that we're in 2021, you know, everybody has these New Year's resolutions. They said, uh, you know, they figured like, you know, what, I'm going to start this business this year. You know, I want to get it done. But then some people, you know, like like most people, some people, they don't follow through. Mm -hmm. So what's some advice you can give to them? You know, people that's on the cusp of like, you know, they kind of formulated the business plan a little bit and they still doing their research, but they're still on the fence a little bit. So what's some advice you can give them? You got to stop overthinking it that is like the best advice that i can give to somebody that's kind of like uh i'm there but i'm not there first of all if it's not leaving your mind that's for a yeah. reason that's because you're probably supposed to be actually pursuing that thing so i think where people make a mistake is that when we google how to start a business and stuff like that we see oh write a business plan do this meet with this person. like it's all these things but it really mm -hmm. ain't even that deep like i have never started a business traditionally where i'm like okay here's my business plan here's my funding from my million dollar investor like that's some stuff that y'all be seeing in movies with Shark people time. that was born with a silver exactly like that's mm -hmm. not how it really works for real so mm -hmm. it's like you cannot wait until it's the perfect time it's never going to be the perfect time and eventually you got to actually come out of the lab and test out these things that you've been formulating and you've been planning because really the only way to perfect it is to do it and i think people feel like wait my website not done i need this i gotta get a logo I, the businesses that i've started that have made the most money immediately have not mm -hmm. had a website at first mm -hmm. and i think people need to realize like it does not have to be perfect it just has to be done so don't overthink it and remember it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to be done cool 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 i got a couple more questions for you. if y'all have any questions for raven going to drop it in the comment section so uh, Raven, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, you know, with you being a multi-business owner, you being a mom, mm -hmm. you being a, a wife and all that. So how are you able to balance out your time effectively? So some days I'll be thinking balance is like not really real. Mm. <laughs> but then I'll <laughs> yeah. be like, you know what? You just got to really be honest with what you need in that moment. So like, for example, last night, Hunter, like, basically did not take a nap yesterday he was like anti-nap he was like i'm trying to yeah. chill with my parents like i ain't trying to take no nap that's how so bella was bella yesterday too bella was the same way yesterday oh my gosh he's like literally <laughs> right here running so come <laughs> with me so he fell asleep like really early and so yeah. with him falling asleep really early you know that means he's getting ready to wake up right. really early so he got up at five in the morning y'all yeah. so like I was going off of like four hours of sleep. So today I had all these things that I'm like, you know, I want to get this done. Right. But I knew like I had this podcast interview. So I'm like, I got to chill. You know, I didn't get a, to take a nap. So yeah. I'm still working off a few hours of sleep. But yeah. imagine if I would have had this really hard working day. So balance for me is just being honest about what it is that I need for me. And I think also um, as an entrepreneur, and being married to somebody that's an entrepreneur as well, you mm -hmm. gotta keep in mind when to shut off being business partners and mommy and daddy, and yeah. you know, really remember to just be husband and wife. So that's something, you know, that was important for me today too. Like we just got back like from traveling. So of course, yeah. as we were traveling, 
Hunter was with us the whole time. You know, he wasn't right. in, in daycare. Yeah. Um, so today it was a priority. Like, you know, let me spend some time with my husband, even if it's just, let's watch this corny movie real quick. You know, let's just sit and talk, you know, for 30 yeah. minutes, but just spending, spending that time. So I'm not like really like all on myself, like, oh, let's keep a schedule where we only have date day on this day. Like, yeah. you know, I don't be like getting into all that, but I just keep balanced that way by being honest about what I need. That's good. that's good that's good so, so little hunter to chill out over there okay he is grabbing like <laughs> it's lit yeah all, all day all day so this is my last question for you raven if y'all have any questions go and drop it right there in the comment section i'll wrap this thing up here in a second so you know what's in store for you uh for this year because like i said you got eight businesses i know you're trying to get those off the ground or get them rolling in a different direction or in a higher direction so what's in store what, what you got in store for us so one of the biggest things for me this year is like systemizing everything further because yeah. when I was doing a lot of service-based stuff and really like having businesses that required me to show up, I had to figure out the systems to get them mm -hmm. to run like a machine and it worked, right. but it worked in a way that I had to show up. So now I'm perfecting that without me having to show up. So I've been testing out different softwares, getting more of my automations together, like it really is an extension of a lot of things that I already was doing for my service-based business, but right. it's even bigger when you don't want to show up because that's when you got to kind of start getting into ads. And, you know, so you're going to be seeing a lot of media from me, um, mm -hmm. me really being mindful of being on YouTube more. I have a podcast coming up to help people uh, that are looking to become self-employed. Like mm -hmm. I'm having more digital products, like anything that I can just do and then just dish it out and I don't have to be there. Y'all are going to see more of yeah. that. I have some new collections uh, for my handbag line that I'm already working on. So really just challenging myself to step further and further and further outside of my comfort zone is what I'm going to be doing this year. Man, Raven, you always all over the map. I remember when we was in school, you was doing them ads for the newspaper <laughs> when I was editor-in-chief. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah so you know i'm already <laughs> definitely proud of you and um you know like so we've been knowing each other for a nice little minute and you know I you've know, always i know yeah you've been, been about your business since day one so um so yeah i just want to uh say thank you for joining me here tonight really appreciate it and, thank you for having me yeah shout out to tim you know we got that documentary dropping that i produced for him so that's dropping yes. here in the next couple of weeks so we finally got that done you know, we was over your we was over your house two or three times trying to knock that thing oh out. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So Raven, how can people get in contact with you? I know you do some consulting as well for those who might be interested about trying to grow their business or get started uh, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, so make sure that you guys are following my page, Raven Hoquette on Instagram. Um, and check out my stories because I'm always like dropping little random business gems there. Um, and then make sure you're following at the self-employment school on Instagram because I'm going to be sharing uh, my podcast updates there. And then also the freebie that I'm releasing tomorrow is a checklist to help you guys get started if you're trying to be an entrepreneur and be self-employed. Cool. That's a bet. Well, appreciate you, Ray. Hey, Hunter, man, chill out over there, all right? We'll talk later, okay? <laughs> hey, what's up? Say what's, what's up, up G? <laughs> Who are you kicking? Your boy going oh, crazy. Gosh. <laughs> All right, Ray, we'll talk soon, okay? <laughs> All right, thank you for I having know. me. Bye, everybody. I appreciate you. Yup. Shout out to my girl, Raven Hoquette, for stopping through. Shout out to Delaware State University. That's an alum right there. You know, shout out to us, man. Um, So coming up next, man, I got my guy, Chris Polk. He's one of the top uh, fitness trainers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Great guy, man. I actually met him um at a Planet Fitness when I was working out at a couple years ago. And me being an independent uh, video video producer, uh, I wanted to work with fitness trainers and some athletes. And, you know, obviously Dallas being a huge sports town or whatever, um, I reached out to him while I came up and talked to him. And that's how we made we made really good a really good connection. And uh, that's kind of where it is right now. He was, I, he's actually been – I actually worked out with him a couple times and do really kick my tail, man. So I'm going to go add Chris right now. See, Paul. <laughs> hey, tilt, tilt up a little bit, man. I can't see you, bro. <laughs> You see me? I got you now, bro. That's it, bro. Yeah, there he is. What's up, there man? There you go. What's good? What's good, bro? Hey, bro. What's up, man? You good out? You good? Get out here in the Dallas Street, bro. Hey, finally, I'm finally, I'm finally on the podcast, man. I was <laughs> like, man, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to be on, man. But I waited my turn, and now I'm finally on, man. Thank you for having me, bro. 
Hey, man, no problem, man. You know, it's always all love between me and you, man. Um, it's always great energy. You know, obviously, you know, we're starting 2021. Everybody's trying to get back in shape, including myself. They're trying to change their eating habits. So I figured, like, I was like man, let me call my guy C-Poke, and I know yeah, I already going to say yes. Pull up too. I'm waiting. Uh, bro, but you know I was hurt, like, for, like, yeah, three I know. months. Three or yeah. four months, and you know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, we, we get back in that thing. So I was telling the people um, before I added you about how we met, or whatever, mm-hmm. man, at that Planet Fitness over in Oak Cliff, man. Fitness, that was pretty man. funny. <laughs> hey, yeah, tell the people I how I went, was, though. Did you tell them already? Kind of. I touched on it a little bit, a little bit. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we were, I was, I think I was working out. I was minding my business. And then you yeah. came over there. He was like, hey, man, you know, you introduce yourself. And he was telling me about, you know, your business, stuff like that. And I was like, okay. And I was <laughs> like, it, it was so random because, like, I said, yeah, I, I know. was minding my business. And so I followed you on Instagram. I was like, okay, buddy, legit. Okay, hold up. Let me tap in real quick, dog. Yeah. Let me tap in real quick. So, I mean, since then, we've been connected, bro, you know what I'm saying, through the gram, through in person, you know. Yeah. We both support each other's business and growth and stuff like that, bro. Yeah, man, appreciate you, man. I know you've done phenomenal, man. Even since then, because you started off working out, I mean, working out clients at a Planet Fitness now. Pretty much got your own facility over in Lancaster, man. Or oh, you know, yeah, even when yeah. the even when the pandemic, bro, you found a space and people still came and worked out. So that kind of gives mm-hmm. me, that kind of shoots me to my first question, man. So how was 2020 for you, especially as a trainer? Because you know, y'all had to make kind of adjustments, especially when the shutdown happened. Yeah, so I remember when Corona first came and uh, they had closed the gym. So you know, I was at the Soto Rick when I was doing right. uh, the group training and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they closed the gym, and I was like, dang, what am I gonna do? You know, I, I was, I questioned myself, but I was still confident about the outcome because I knew yeah. I was going to get some type of good outcome. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I went outside, you know, that's my mm-hmm. go-to. I mean, went outside, no no equipment, no none of that, just straight body weight, straight work. So, mm-hmm. um, I started out at the wreck in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, I'm it seeing was, it. Uh, yeah, it was only like five people. And so, you remember mm-hmm. the progression throughout the, the pandemic so yeah it was a I, lot of people out there bro i went from like five people to like 40. Mm. so it was just people on top of people on top of people and then pretty soon i had to change locations yeah again mm-hmm. so that's when i went to uh Zyga right in, uh, Soto. and so i was there and that's when everything just unraveled I went from 40 to like 60, and it was a consistent mm-hmm. at least 20 to 25 people at the shows, at the time slots, yeah. at the hill, outside, yeah, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I would say overall, 2020 has been a blessing, bro. I got a truck. Um, Ooh, got that fresh Navy, though. That fresh Navy. Yeah, though, yeah I'm in the Navy, man. I'm Woo! in the Navy, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I had to step it up. I was getting, I was getting so much equipment, and it just yeah. didn't fit in my, uh, my other car. And I was like, I got to make some room. So. Yeah. I just felt like that was the perfect thing to do was to, you know, invest in myself and my business and also just get a truck, so. Yeah. Well, bro, yeah, man. congratulations, man. Yeah, man, congratulations on everything. So how would you, do, I know me just working out with you a couple of times, man, you're very mm-hmm. intense, more like a football yeah. coach, man. So tell the people, how, what kind, what's, what's your style and what do you like to focus on, man? So I wouldn't say a focus. I mean, if I have to choose a focus, I would choose, I mean, the mind. So mm-hmm. you see a lot of people that say, oh, I just want to just lose weight. Can you just focus on my booty? Can you focus on my, my glutes and my stomach and all this other stuff? And it's like, this got to be snatched first. Mm, this got to be snatched. And for my guys, this got to be shredded too. I mean, first, mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. this. So once this once this builds and all this other stuff, this stuff follows. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like to deal with the mind. And also, you know, my, my workouts are no script, bro. You know, it's full Not body. Either. Football, everything. Football practice. You don't need equipment. You know, just bring your mind and and your and your determination, your willingness to get better. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of like a no script workout. I mean, you you know how I am. I'm just a little. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a a little intense. I'm a little intense. Just a tad. It's a a little man. (laughs) It's all good, man. Hey, if y'all have any questions for Chris, go and drop it in the comment section. Uh, for him right there, we'll get that answered for you. Also, man, so for people that's trying to you know, get in shape, you know, 2021, but they not necessarily, you know, comfortable going to the gym due to COVID, depending on where they're at in the country. You know, yeah. what's, what's what's some ways they can kind of get back into that, uh, get back in shape, or at least just try to do what they can, the best they can do? 
Oh, I mean, you have different options. I mean, you can go outside. I know it's getting cold. You know, it's January. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to be outside in the cold. I would mm -hmm. just say, I mean, if you have a garage, you know, if you're in an apartment, go into your parking garage. Like, just find some mm -hmm. space. Because, I mean, what I tell people before, I was even in the gym. You saw I was at a park. I was outdoors. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. make any excuse. So, I feel like people need to um, execute on what they have in front of them, which is open space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can go to my page for, you know, if you have any questions as far as, like, movements. I have content mm -hmm. for full body movements with dumbbells, mm -hmm. without dumbbells. If you have, you know, trapezoids, hex hexagons, <laughs> stuff that, like yeah. that, bro. So, yeah. So, for you, man, as, as you know, during this particular time in 2020, like I said, it was tough for everybody. But mentally, like, I mean, how did you push through, you know, to kind of make sure that, you know, kept your business rolling? And yeah. kept your clients rolling, and, how, and I know uh -huh. for you, I know it really felt fulfilled, felt fulfilling to you know to keep your clients motivated and still be able to, and still be able to help them accomplish their goals. Uh, man, I just it was God, bro. If I can just give you like a straight concrete answer, it was God, bro. Yeah, like, God got mm -hmm. me through the pandemic. Like, you know, like I said, when I first when I first got through the pandemic, when I was first going through it. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't have no clients. I was losing people. They were like scared to come around because of Corona. Yeah. Like, hey, man, coming around, man, man, man. You know, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I heard, I heard it all, bro. And so yeah. God just made room, and He just word of mouth, and people just are coming around. And you know, I'm already mm -hmm. consistent already. So yeah. and that's what people want is the consistency and the consistent effort and the consistent accountability that they've been looking mm -hmm. for because. A lot of people don't have that self-accountability, the self-motivation to want to be in the best shape. You know, we have a lot of people that talk about, you know, verbally, oh, I want to get in shape. Oh, this is my year. Well, mm -hmm. what, are your, what, are your, what are your actions showing? You know, and that's why I yeah. come in and, you know, put some fire in your ass and make sure <laughs> you, you capitalize on, on Bro. your opportunity to be in the best shape. So, yeah, I already know about that, man. I already yeah, know about sure. that. I just know for just know for me from a physical standpoint, um, I had, I, we, I mean, we talked, man, I had tendonitis in both my Achilles. Tendonitis, and I was one of, Achilles yeah, I had, yeah, I had, yeah, I had all that. I was like, up. man, you know what? I said, man, just, just hit me up when you ready. I ain't going to rush you. <laughs> Bro, ready, I was, I was, was going been, hard, dog. Yeah, because you was at the house, and that's what I'm saying. You can tell, yeah. you can tell the people about what you were doing, you know, because yeah. you didn't make any excuse either because you had cones at the house. You know, you made it yeah. do what it do, Bro. and I feel like people yeah. need to respect that because, People, they have one way of thinking, which is going to the gym. Mm -hmm. And if the right. gym is closed, oh, oh, guess I ain't working uh, out. That, that's my excuse. I ain't got to do it. Uh, I ain't yeah. going. No. Yeah. Get get up. I don't care if you're going to your living room and you're just yeah. doing jumping jacks, squats, push-ups. Do just move. Cause that's the mm -hmm. main. That's the main principle. Is to just move. Absolutely, absolutely. If y'all have any questions for Chris, Chris, go and drop it in the comment section. So. This next question is, has, is, is diet related. Um, right now, I'm on the Daniel fast, so I just started that today. So no meat, no bread, uh, mm -hmm. no sugar. No meat, no bread, no sugar. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you know how it is. Um, so for those who don't, don't necessarily want to kind of get into that particular diet, what do you what do you offer? I mean, what what are your suggestions in terms of you know what to eat for breakfast, lunch, or your eating habits or eating style? What do you suggest? Uh, well, I suggest my, my meal plan is pretty generic because, you know, people have like different body types and, you know, they're allergic to certain foods and stuff like that. So I kind of just ask them, you know, as mm -hmm. they come to the show or, you know, individual training and I kind of just tailor it because, I mean, like I said, I have a generic um, meal plan, but if they can't contribute to that meal plan, then I'll have to obviously, you know, adjust and, you know, um, mm -hmm. make it work for them because everybody's problem is eating. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they don't know how to eat right. You know, mm -hmm. when they try to, and they're just not consistent with it. So, right. I feel like if if people were to actually just try, mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like, and they see the results that come with eating right, then they'll stay consistent. So, yeah, it's it, it, like say if somebody's trying to shred, like right now, like people trying to shred, like what would you say uh, don't, or what would you say do eat low carbs, like what? Be, be Low carbs, so like that. anything, anything green, like you got your broccoli, asparagus, um, your rice and stuff like that. But you also, you you also want to balance it out with like you know, um, uh, some type of fats. So like mm. you have like you know, I ain't saying going crazy, but like <laughs> you know, some steak, you know, some yeah. high carbs. You got to just balance it out because I mean, if you just do just straight low carbs, you wanna you wanna get some size that come with losing weight too. So yeah, you don't want to get yep. lose weight and don't have no type of 
definition. Muscles, yeah, yeah. Just, just look yeah. real flabby. Yeah, you gotta have right. the balance. We can't, we can't yeah. do that in 2021. We ain't doing that. No, oh, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. We ain't doing that. We, 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 we going to the next level in 2021. Yes, sir. Speaking of level, man, um, we got a question from Just Jivey. She said, "Do you offer a beginner level uh, type of workout?" I said, "I'm out of shape. I'm not ready for the." Intense workouts, yes. So I already know the answer you're gonna get. Go ahead and get an answer, bro. I, you, you know, I I know her, and she's a very <laughs> supportive friend of mine. And we actually talked today. Yeah, we actually talked today. So to answer her question, yes. So the show is all levels, and I mm -hmm. know that I post sometimes it looks intense. I mean, it looks expert level, but I have it's kids. only thirty minutes. I have, yeah, I have kids that come. I have older people. You know people with bad knees, bad ankles. And I think people just have to get uncomfortable because mm -hmm. like people, some people want to start doing the individual sessions just to get their confidence up, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I mean, everyone, most of the people that want to do individuals, their end goal is to come to the show, which is my boot camp. Mm -hmm. And, and like I've I said, done it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's fine. You know, however you want to approach it is how you approach it. But mm -hmm. I mean, I do have beginner level, I have intermediate, I have expert all in the same class. Mm -hmm. That's, so. Yeah, I know I know. me just doing it, bro, there's a little bit of everything, man. Uh, it's ooh, everything, swing medicine. Man. It's everything, it's, it's good. It's full body workout. You want, though. It was good, bro. It was good. Like, I so. stole a lot. I was like, I mean, you see my backyard. Like, you know, I was taking a lot of the stuff you was doing and implementing in my stuff before yeah. I really got hurt like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's good, though. Yeah. I mean, because, like, you want to, you wanna you wanna take something from an experience that you never had before. So mm -hmm. you wanna you, you wanna you wanna educate people on how to do stuff so they can do it on their right. own. Because right. like I'm not gonna always be there. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean now if you wanna if you wanna commit to me forever, I mean however you wanna do it is is however you wanna do it. Right. So right. I tell people that, you know, build a foundation for yourself that you can do stuff on your own because mm -hmm. I mean don't always be dependent on somebody because you have to be self-motivated uh, at one point. Right. Yeah, right. So. Right. All right. We got a question. I'm going to get you out of here with this one, man. This is from Jules Faith T. She says, I don't eat meat. I only eat one time a day most times. Is that healthy? No, that's not healthy, but go ahead and answer that. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's, it's not healthy. I mean, I don't know her goals. I don't know. I mean, if she eating one time a day, I'm, my my guess is she wants to lose weight, obviously. Yeah. So you got to feed your body because, I mean, it's more than just working out. Like, you got to get up in yeah. the morning. That takes energy to get up in the morning. It takes energy to, to walk out your house, go to your car, mm -hmm. and drive to yep. your job, and deal with them people all day. Mm -hmm. So, so I mean, you got to, I would say, at least three times a day. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I would three say three times. times. And then what would, what would her water take, intake be? Because that's a lot of, a lot of different kind of variations out there. What would what would her, how her uh, water intake be? Um, I would say at least four to six bottles. Mm, that's yeah, good. That she, would she be gonna, what she's gonna be. She's gonna be pissing like a horse, but <laughs> it's good. It, she'd be all right. It's it's a mindset, like you said, Chris. Ain't that right? It's a mindset. It's a mindset, and it's also like emptying all that all that that stuff in her system that you know that's just been. Just sitting there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, four to six bottles a day. Cool. Hey, Chris, man, thank you so much, bro, for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. I know you're even on to more great things, man, out here in Dallas, man. And, you know, once I get straight, well, I'm pretty much good. I just got to stretch now, you know, let me get my I'm body loose again. You know, you I'm know, I'm, 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 I'm rolling right over there, man. You know what I'm saying? The Lancaster is only about 10, 15 minutes. I should have made you work. No, I gave my shirt to, uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, Oh, what's my guy? Ty, not Ty. What's my man name from uh, KG? I, said, I, I thought I gave you a shirt, but that's the last time I saw you. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so shout out to KG. So, man, hey, we'll wrap, man, and I'll hit you up, okay? Thanks again, bro. All right, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. And shout out to my man C. Pope, Chris Pope Fit. Um, he out of, out, he's straight out of Dallas, Texas, where I'm at right now. Uh, he's at works at a gym in Lancaster, Texas, um, and he does his thing. Out there, man. So up next, man, I'm gonna add my man Aaron Moore. Uh, we work together at Concord Church. That's my full-time job as a content producer. And he's an associate pastor at that church. He's over ministries and a lot of the development and strategies in order to make sure people are on the right track or on the right track to you know see Christ more in a better way. He's over our men's ministry, which I'm definitely, which I'm a part of, and he does an excellent job in 
great thing about Aaron is that he's my age. He's 32 years old. So he uh, he understands the the challenges and the, you know, the sacrifices and the things we face as millennials in today's age. And, you know, I'm excited to add him. And he's like one of my great friends. We've definitely developed a really strong relationship within the last year. So I'm going to add him right now. Hey, more. Oh, what's up, man? What's up, boy? <laughs> what's going on, man? Much, man. So glad to be with you, bro. I'm, I mean, listen, I made it to crunch time. So I, I listen. I feel like I made it, man. Thank you so much for having me, bro. Bro, you're one of the originals, man. I've been, I've been, I've been down with this thing since day one, since we was talking about the last dance. Yes, uh, sir. Around April, you know what I mean? Man, thoroughly enjoyed the last dance piece too, man. Like, like, as somebody who lived in the city of Chicago, I felt like it was so in depth with the city and just with you know all of the stuff that was taking place at that time, man. Our childhood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, speaking speaking of Chicago, bro, we, we got to tell them how. You know how we know some of the same people before we even knew each other, man. So, uh, so I grew up uh, in Chicago, a part of my life, uh, back in like early two thousands, late nineties. And my dad was a pastor at one of the most historical uh, black churches within the city. And um, Progressive Baptist Church, a shout out to them, thirty six and Wentworth, right next to Comiskey Park. I don't say U.S. U.S. Cellular, by the way. I say Comiskey Park. So, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, uh, so when I got the job at Concord. Um, I think I just met with our HR director and I saw you and we was talking. He was like, yeah, man, like, I didn't know who you was, but I didn't know you came from my dad's church. So come to yeah. find out, I told you who I was and then boom, that just hit it off there. And then I found out you played football at ULM with one of my guys who I went to high school with back in Chicago. So I say all that to say this, man, it's, it's a small world out here. Definitely. Small world, man. The Lord, the Lord, it was a divine, <laughs> man. He wanted to say, hey, up, bro. No, absolutely. And, you know, just the we us knowing some of the same people, 37th and Whitworth, uh, I served at that church, incredible church, doing incredible ministry um, on the south side of Chicago, man, and really shaped me, you know, in my formative years of ministry. Extremely grateful. That takes place, you know, on the south side and all the ministry. Absolutely. It was amazing. Yeah. And progressive right in the hood, man. Right next to Wentworth Gardens, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. Great church. <laughs> Chicago, you tuning in. Shout out to my progressive family. Go check out that amazing church on the south side. Dr. Charlie Bates is the pastor there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk to this time, man. So, obviously, you know, 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people. But from your perspective, obviously, being a preacher and, a, you know, and that kind of being that messenger between you know, people, well, your, your people, but between God and us, you know what I mean, who aren't really locked into that kind of category. You know, how hard was it 2020 for you, man, just to try to give people answers and clarity about everything that was going on? Well, man, um, I don't know how great of a job I gave at giving people answers and clarity, man, but I, I will tell you, man, it was, it was difficult. Um, it was difficult to, I mean, it was so many different pandemics happening. It was a of course, a, a global health pandemic, man, but you got an economic pandemic that was taking place, mm -hmm. the, the mental health pandemic of people living in isolation and dealing with so much loss. Um, and, you know, all of that kind of converging on what you're already dealing with in your own personal life, in your right. own mental space, man. So, yeah, it was it was a lot. It was difficult. And, um, you know, really. And the church shutting down the doors, I've never thought that I would see, you know, <laughs> a church the size of Concord completely empty yeah. other than just cameraman and the people who are delivering a message. But, you know, it was, it was difficult. And we, you know, I had a mentor that tells me that, that, you know, as Christians, we all go through difficult situations. We just get a chance to go through it with some privileged information. Yeah. And just the fact that, you know, we know that God is going to carry us through um, going to the church. A lot of the times that I went to the church, man, would really be to do funerals. Yeah. Um, so that was that was definitely a difficult time. But through it all, man, I, I really saw God remind us of what our priorities need to be. This right. new focus on family, this renewed focus on on putting things in order. And so so yeah, man. But all in all, crazy year, one like crazy. I've never seen before, and I'm praying we never see anything like that again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and you speak of 2020 being a crazy year, man, and just in terms of what we did at Concord, um, we definitely stepped up to the plate, which we already do. We're sending it right there in Oak Cliff, man, in Dallas. 
uh, Southern Dallas, but, you know, we took it up another notch, man, uh, whether it was from, you know, feeding the homeless on with multiple days of, you know, food drives, uh, you know, giveaways for our seniors, you know, so shout out to the high school and college seniors that we were able to bless and that, all, all that kind of stuff, man. So, and, you know, for me, that was great to see, man, because obviously, you know, the climate that we live in, you know, churches kind of get a bad rep, you know, but, you know, but a lot of people they don't see is the good stuff that we do and the things that we stepped up to do during this particular time. 100%, bro. I, I say all the time, you know, one of the biggest questions that was, you know, that was I was asked of and a lot of my pastor friends were asked is, you know, where's God in all of this? Where's God in this pandemic? And, and my mm -hmm. immediate response is, as is, is crazy and as dark as times may seem, man, I see the hand of God at work every time there's people being fed at a food pantry. There's people giving sacrificially to help other people, man. You know, that's what God does, man. The primary way that he cares for his people is through his people. And right. point being, man, we saw incredible things at Concord and churches just all around the nation and organizations just really stepping up to the plate and just saying, you know what? Um, we have ex excess in this season and we're going to make sure we give the people, um, you know, that, that are, are really in need. So absolutely. That, that is, that's the, the bright spot of it all, man. Seeing mm -hmm. God's people step up to the plate, man, and people in general. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, if y'all have any questions for Aaron, go ahead and drop it right there in the comment section. And he's also from NOLA too. So, you know, I got a couple of NOLA ties. So shout out to Louisiana boy right here. We're talking to you right now. Yo. You know what Yo. I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, for say me, it again. And the Saints are playing each other. It's a tough weekend. But Bro. I stay loyal. <laughs> <laughs> man, y'all got that, man. It's all good, man. So Aaron, man, so now that we're in 2021, and I'm pretty sure there are more people than ever just trying to find answers or just try to, or even not even answers, but more so just try to rebuild you know, a relationship with God or even try to start one. Those who might not even know where to go uh, since it's, you know, the start of the year and everything. So my question to you is, you know, how can you give, I mean, how can that person, you know, or that family do so by doing that? Especially since we can't, some churches aren't really open. So it's all digital right now. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I think, you know, as we, as we just talked about, man, 2020, reminding us of what our priorities are and really 2021, this kind of this reset of, of just now it's an opportunity for us to really walk in, in our purpose. And yeah. one of the purposes, of course, God created us to have a relationship with him. And if we want to talk about building a relationship with God, um, you know, part of my belief as a, as a pastor, as a Christian minister is that the only way to have a relationship with God is through his son, Jesus Christ and mm -hmm. accepted Lord and savior. And I think now more than ever, what the pandemic has exposed is not only our need for uh, faith in God, but also, man, I really our need for relationship with other people and how mm -hmm. so isolated. And so I, I think one of the ways we develop a better relationship, man, there is so much content right now online mm -hmm. that really, you know, focused, it's curated, and it can get you you know, right to right to the point, man. Several great churches. You could drop that in the link. I'm sure Ben got plenty of mine. Like, <laughs> but, I got a no, few I, on my sleeve, bro. <laughs> for sure, man. No, absolutely. So, yeah, of course, I would say first starting with, you know, if you don't know Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sin, uh, I'm going to go ahead and be a preacher. The Bible says that if you confess you are. <laughs> and you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you will be saved. And, and that's the first part of it. But the second part of this, man, is building that relationship with God through through community. Now community can be experienced virtually with mm -hmm. people. The thing is, man, listen, we there, there are places you can go to right now and mm -hmm. start a devotional plan, a, a reading plan. Um, shout out to Concord Church. We're starting a class called How to Study the Bible, just mm -hmm. a systematic way for four weeks to help people study the Bible at their own, at their own pace. Mm -hmm. And by God's grace, we got a thousand people signed up for that. Conference. Already. Already. And so that's incredible. It's incredible to see. And so that, that would be my answer, man. It is really right now in this season, building that relationship with, with Jesus, with, with God starts with a relationship with Jesus Christ. And there are ways you can get involved in virtual community, even if you feel isolated. Um, mm -hmm. Concord, org is a wonderful place to visit Damn, nice plug nice plug <laughs> <laughs> i hope that nice. 
No, nah, no, nah, that's that's perfect, bro. That's perfect, man. Um, so if y'all have any questions for Aaron, go and drop it in the comment section. So, you know, this question is for those who want a better relationship with God, but at the same time, you know what I mean. They don't really want to go to church for whatever reason that might they might yeah. know or they've seen it's too flashy or it's too big or, you know, I don't know how the pastor spend his money or what the church doing all this money that kind of thing. So, you know, what's some encourage encouragement you can give them? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there are a number of reasons why people, um, why people aren't involved in church. They they want a relationship with God, but ain't really fooling with the church. And and let me just say this: there is no such thing as a perfect church. Um, and if you find it, don't join it because you'll mess it up. Because <laughs> imperfect people. Yeah. But but the reality is, man, I think I think the you know the the grounding in that is of course your personal relationship with God. But two, man, when you realize the need that you you need community with people, that's one yeah. of the biggest gaps that the church fills for people, especially mm-hmm. if you're equals a transplant plant. I'm not a native of Dallas. And one of the ways that I was able to formulate these relationships, you know, is is definitely through the church. And, you know, yeah. one of the reasons I see a question in the chat right now. One of the yeah. reasons I feel especially young millennials, young black millennials kind of have, you know, straight away from the church it's definitely you know a number of questions we're talking about you know we're talking about integrity but one Mm -hmm. of the big really man this whole piece of ethnic identity you know you've got you've got you know a certain segment of the christian church i'm not gonna name any names but a certain (laughs) segment supported uh uh our 45th president of the united states in Gateway. some of his outlandish <clears throat> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> some of the outlandish comments. And so people look at that and they say, Oh man, that's is that the Christianity that we represent? Yeah. And couldn't be man, that couldn't be further from the truth. There is a, a huge disconnect between a um a, a political Christianity and the Christianity of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the ways that we try to do that, you know, at Concord is man, really really pulling the cover off and showing people, hey, here is how you can see yourself in the scripture, talking about things like a black presence in the Bible, highlighting the black church's history um, throughout the United States. You can't even do African-American ch- uh, history without doing black church history exactly. because they go anonymous, man. And now we've, that's it. That's it. And now we've been to the space where, man, you know, the, there there's a, there's a movement of folks who kind of want the justice um that was fought for mm-hmm. by our forefathers who were mainly um you know all that stuff was birthed out of the black church but they don't necessarily want the relationship with god and i just mm-hmm. want to encourage you to say man listen this is you you never <laughs> i tell people all the time who don't believe in jesus christ don't ever bu- judge a philosophy by its abusers mm. um, there's a word right there boy there are people I, I use this man, I play I play college football. Loved the game. I had great coaches and I had not so great coaches. But none of them kept me from playing the game. Mm-hmm. And I same thing about you. Listen, the enemy is very crafty. Mm. He doesn't he doesn't care what side of the fence you fall off on. Mm. He cares that you fall off of it. And he will use the truth of the past and the truth of hurt to get you to believe a lie. And the lie is that Christianity is a white man's religion and it's not relevant for for young but let me tell you something it's more relevant now than ever before the need for community the need for a root being rooted and grounded in relationship with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and the need for you know being in constant communication and, and having that accountability with God's people so I hope that helps answer the question man you 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 need to have a relationship with God. Be in relationship with God is to really be in relationship with His people as well. Man, that answer, definitely answer the question, man. And this uh, question from is actually from our line brother Rick Jackson out of Baltimore. He says, "You know what methods can churches take to get younger folks back in the church?" Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think part of what you're doing right now, being part of what 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 you know what you have a huge role in doing, man, and our, our amazing marketing team at Concord Church. And other mm-hmm. churches around around the globe, man, really advancing this digital space, man. We've got an opportunity now, like never before, to really meet reach the masses mm-hmm. through 
through IG, through Facebook, through, you know, this new thing, Clubhouse, through Twitter, through <laughs> Clubhouse, <laughs> all these houses and stuff that we got. <laughs> these things, man. And, you know, yeah. I hear people all the time talking about, you know, millennials, like people try to assess millennials. They want church to be cool. They want this and that. Listen, I'm a millennial and we don't want all that. Like <laughs> what we want is the truth and we yeah. want it as possible. Mm-hmm. Straight, no chaser. And mm. the 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 more, the quicker you're able to give people the truth. And so that's one of the things I, in, 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 in bite-sized pieces or however they need it and, and set up spaces where we can answer people's questions yeah. I think those are primary areas and primary ways, because sometimes the answer is more than just faith. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need faith. That's incredible. But there are some things I can show you, I can point to you to actually give you some evidence that you can walk away with. And so so those are some things I think that will make church more attractive to, young, to, to younger people. And man, listen, the, the thing about the black church that I love, bro, <laughs> man, we got something that's for us. So much stuff is for us. <laughs> Us, yeah. gospel yeah. music that's straight up us. out of the that's us that's, that's man listen and there's so many people who who are trying to recreate what we've done naturally for centuries yeah. in terms of this this enthusiasm and worship in this mm-hmm. call and response setting yeah man, we we got to reclaim that stuff man that's for yeah. us yeah you're right bro you're 100 right man Hey, Aaron, man, thank you so much, bro, for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. You know, this is, this might have to launch a Concord podcast. And let me not say that too loud. They're going to make me do it like I have to do pretty much everything else. <laughs> it's, it's good, man. I'm, I'm grateful for you, bro. Thank you, man. And, and listen, I'm I'm a Crunch Time fan from day one, bro. So appreciate, appreciate you, man. No, bro. thank you, bro. We'll talk soon, okay? Yes, sir. All right. All right, man, that's my man, Pastor Aaron Moore, associate pastor at the Concord Church right here in Dallas, Texas, where I also work. Uh, great guy, man. And so I just want to thank y'all for joining me tonight on tonight's episode of uh, the season two and the relaunch of this particular podcast. And so make sure y'all follow the Crunch Time Instagram Live podcast on Spotify, YouTube, and also Apple Podcasts. If y'all have any critiques or any questions for me, uh, any show ideas, you know, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all open. I'm all ears. So go ahead and DM me, do whatever you need to do. And I'm more than happy to, you know, to get that, take that into consideration and possibly put it on this platform. So for myself and all three of my guests for today, thank you for listening to the Crunch Time Instagram Live podcast hosted by me, Benjamin Bullock, where you get nothing but real talk, real analysis, and real conversations with real people. Talk to y'all soon. Happy New Year to y'all.